0: Hello, welcome back to the JDT Podcast. I've decided to start a new platform with my podcast, which will be called Cigar Conversations, which will be dropping every Wednesday. This week's conversation is going to be not only about being a smart man, but also a smart person in general when it comes to finances, bettering yourself, and how your finances are intact with your mind, body, and soul. Without further ado, I have someone on the show with me That's not going to get an introduction, but he is here to drop financial dimes on your mind. What's up, my brother?
1: What's going on, bro? So, uh, I've been thinking recently, bro. You know, they used to say, like, you have to have a rich mindset. Yeah. And when I first heard that, it it didn't click for me. We talk about a rich mindset. Uh, In order to understand the positive, a lot of times we understand the negative aspect of it. Yeah, it's always a negative to a positive. Yeah. So uh, like when we talk about a rich mindset, the opposite of that to me is a survival mindset. Survival. Uh-huh. Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, when they're trying to talk about what it needs to be financially successful, what it takes to get rich, they look at people who are struggling. They can't understand why they can't make that transition. Uh-huh. Well, see, when you're stuck in a survival mindset, you're worried about basic needs, food, shelter clothing your bills it's hard for you to focus on yeah, things making sure clothing. your lights on all of that right so that survival mindset is one of the hurdles to taking over that transition in your life to become financially stable right so they say things like mind body soul you've all heard that Yeah. but we never understood how it connects to like our financial well being right okay. so for example in the mind part of it we already discussed you know a rich mindset, financial mind, uh, survival mindset. So when you have a a rich mindset, you're thinking about investments. You're thinking about uh, long-term goals. You're not stuck in this moment. You're not stuck in that day-to-day survival, right? Yeah. And then you can go to a technical aspect and talk about minds in terms of what you're aware of in terms of knowledge, your education, these type of things, right? So mind, body, soul, in that order, right? So if you have a survival mindset, You'll never be able to make that transition to being rich,
0: right? Yeah, and I know, I know for myself personally. I I had to grow up in that survival mindset. Like, how how are we gonna pay these bills and living check to check? You know, like, cause I mean, that's what I saw. Fortunately, my mom she always made made things work. You know, and we were blessed with a situation to where, you know some of these entities we didn't have to worry about. But then as I grew up and ended up getting my own place, I still had that mindset. So I I'm not sure where it came from, but I like I like enjoying the finer things of life. So I would get paid I would pay my my bills just for the month. Even though I had the money, thinking at it now with the mindset that I have, I had the money to pay my bills so I didn't have to worry about them for two to three months. Mm-hmm. But I would just pay them for that one month and then end up go spending my money on something dumb. Like some dumb shit, bro. Like some stuff I don't even know where that money went to to today. But now as you've shown me yesterday, you helped me get started on some stocks, some bonds, like you know how to how to basically let my money make more money for my future. Right. right. And so I, I grew up yeah they taught a little bit of that in school, but from the home standpoint, where you really learn your morals at, I didn't too much learn it, and it wasn't on it wasn't a fault of my mom, but at the same time, when you grow up seeing what you like see every day, that becomes a part of you right so it's not that she taught me the game wrong, but she was showing me the game from a different perspective
1: right and, and, and the thing about it is too, having more money won't necessarily change that mindset for you. At all. So people who go through traumatic experiences and and believe me, you know, economic hardship could be a traumatic experience, right? Oh yeah, it is. So so people develop these habits and as a result of that, right? So people who have starved before they may hoard food. So people who have been poor before they may hoard money. And we'll call that savings. See, but if you save $5, like Warren Buffett says, today, Five years from now, you'll still have $5, right? You can't save your way to wealth, in my opinion, right? Yeah. So um, the mindset is, is one part there, and, and that's why self-improvement is really financial improvement. We're saying mind, body, soul, right? Mind, so body, first, soul. you work on getting your, your mental in order, getting your mental health in order, get get getting your, your thought process in order, getting out of that survival mindset, right? Yeah, you got to get your mind right for the... The things to come, basically. Right. You got to shift okay. from a survival mindset to a rich mindset. Now, when they say mind, body, soul, in that order, right? Because even if your mental is intact, right? You've got that mindset, you got all that. Your body, your health will affect your pockets too. Yeah, your health. That's
0: one main thing. I, I try to stay in the gym or at least stay physically active. And before we go further, I will say that this is the first time that we are recording outside. So due to the fact, like, you might hear some things, I'm going to do my best to edit it and all. But due to the health, I will say, during this quarantine and when we first got out here on this deployment, the gyms were closed. So my mindset, when the gyms are closed, it's it's more cloudy, I will say. Not saying it's greater where I'm in a down area. But my mindset from when the gyms were closed versus to... Now that the gyms are open, I can, my mind has more space to
1: breathe, I'll say. Now you're right, you're right on time, bro, because, you know, our health, our, our body, that, that, that influences our headspace. You see, when you're focused on the chronic pain you're experiencing, when you're focused on whatever effects the disease you may have is, is putting in your body, if you're trying to figure out how do I get up and bathe myself today? How do I get up and walk to work today if you have some extreme disabilities? Yeah. It's hard for you to then focus on other things, right? So bad health will occupy that headspace, right? So we say mind, body, soul, and we say them together, right? Because are yeah. connected, right? Now, what I, I know you were speaking on the
0: mind portion, and one thing that had always been a part of my understanding when uh, growing up waiting to get to that financial stability or that financial stage to where like you don't have to worry about this bill you don't have to worry about anything happening Mm -hmm. like without you being financially prepared for it was to fake it until you make it. Right. Which a lot of people like that's that's a lot of people that I know their favorite statement Mm -hmm. fake it until you make it. Right. But how do you fake it when you're hit with financial hardship?
1: Um, people do it all the time, right? Yeah. See, a lot of times, ego is super powerful, right? Yes. Ego sometimes will put in front of our survival, right? So you'll be hungry. You'll be scraping together money for food. Yeah. Well, this gentleman may have a Gucci belt. We may have the latest in, in fashion for shoes. True. Um, because we as a species, man, we've been designed to work together, right? And to work together well, how others view you is important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a very strong mind to be able to put that to the side, right? Uh, but evolution has chosen to put our minds first, right? Yeah. Uh, animal intelligence, that survival mindset, food, shelter, Reproduction, Yeah, survival of the fittest. Right, 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 right. Humanity has a conscious aspect to us that we don't embrace a lot. A lot of things you see today, they're stuck in that animal mindset, but it's dressed up nicely, right? Uh, the way that, that we give so much time to relationships and looking for, for you know, the other gender. Uh, the goal of an animal, one of the main goals, is to reproduce, right? Yeah. But you can recognize that that's an aspect of life, but not the entirety of life. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So it's important for you to recognize that that evolution is chosen for you to put your conscious over your biology. Right? Yeah. True. So uh, we go mind, we go body, and then you know we go soul, right? So. Uh,
0: so how when you when you speak on the soul, right? Do you? Do you mean, like, you have to feel
1: your wealth coming in order for you to get it? Or do you... It's because master your emotions. Right? Okay. See, because when we, when we say so, I'm going to relate it to... I'm going re- to relate it to uh, two things. I'm going to relate to uh, your emotions and to uh, your motivation. Right. Motivation. Right. So, uh, your emotions are like a mini math in life. Right. Naturally, uh, when we get born, we already have an idea of what's good and what's bad for us. We don't enjoy things that are bad for us. We don't enjoy conflict. Yeah. But you can learn to love things that you don't enjoy that are not good for you. It's like alcohol, right? Yeah. That first shot you had, that first sip you had, right? Yeah, you said, mm, what's this? I don't think I want this.
0: Yeah. Worst thing you ever tasted yeah, in your life. Yeah, you're trying to figure out how to make
1: this work, right? Yeah. Because your natural response told you what was good and what was bad for you. Yeah, right? true. Um, and that's 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 the mini-map of life, right? You have these emotions, things that make you feel good, these that make, don't make you feel good. And uh, a lot of times we distort that and we can learn to love things that are not good for us, right? So you start including chases, you start dressing it up, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, master your emotions, you know, your soul, how you feel. Uh, that's important in, in money because when you're trying to get to this next stage, if you're constantly disturbed by uh, feelings, if you're constantly uh, overwhelmed by them, we're not saying that they can't exist, that they shouldn't exist. Yeah. We're saying master them. Understand them. Know how to deal with them. Know how to shift your feelings, like you know, how to shift the feelings in others. Yeah, you got to right? be able to control yourself. And that's gonna that's gonna open a lot for you in the world of business. Yeah, you know, Cause
0: uh. I know, like, one of the things for myself is, I I was a very emotional person. Right. So, meaning that anything I'm involved in, nine times out of ten, if I'm involved in it. I'm giving it my all. Right. So, of course, my feelings are there. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to have emotions behind that. Right. So, if I would fail at that, whether it was a relationship or if it was, let's say, a job Mm -hmm. or a position, even with sports, you know. If I, if I, it's been times where even playing ball, man, like, somebody took my spot. Now take for granted like it was only for like that week because like they just caught me lacking and they put in extra work than I did. So
1: yeah, they got their spot for that time. Right. And but, see, that's I, the my my, my apology, but that's the beauty good. of of mastering your emotions. Because mm-hmm. they're a double edged sword. They can be used to your advantage and to your disadvantage. It depends on who's in control. Right. Yep. If the outside world is in control of how you feel, then that's when the sword swings at you when, that's you're when in you of how lost you feel, your momentum that's when you can swing the sword at the outside world right yeah. you had a choice to make you could have been upset You could have been sad you turned that into motivation let me get it right let me turn this into fuel and that's the beginning of the mastery of emotions right yeah and then the other part about that is another side right because you need a why right a lot you got to have sp- your why oh man especially when you talk of money if right if you don't have your why you lost people out here saying they want money You ask them why they want money, they look at you like you're crazy. What you mean why I want money? Yeah. I want to be fly, I want to be this, whatever the case is, man. But but, but that's not really necessarily the right way. To want money just for the sake of money is not a why, right? Yeah, true, true. Money is a tool, man. It's the tool you use to shape your future. Yeah. It's the tool you use to bring your visions to life, right? Yeah. And um, when you're talking about your soul, if you got your why... You have your mastery of your emotions. Man, it's it's just a very powerful position to be in.
0: Yeah, true. I know one thing I saw was um, one of the things I saw, I was scrolling on Instagram. And so while I was scrolling, I saw something that said, uh, it was basically along the lines of you have on some designer shoes on your feet. But your mother's still working on hers. Right. So why are you bragging?
1: Right. Because their why is, is, is fucked up. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, see, when you talk about what's important in life, right? Money doesn't even really exist, man. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it, it's value. Money is of, just an additive factor. Right, man. This, this the fiat currency that we're dealing with, Yeah. it's value, just an agreement of power and us, right? The value is what you place on it, right? So that's why you gotta have the, the the why that works for you, man. If you, if you're missing your why, no matter how much money you have, you won't have that happiness. True. True. Mm-hmm. And that's what like I mean, even with
0: that, like I've seen I've seen something that said money is not the key to happiness, but I'd much rather cry in a mansion. Oh right. You right. know, but like the thing is you can have that mansion. Hell, I know broke people that's living a better life than us, and we in Africa right now. Right, right, we getting, right, right, we, right. we in the motherland, <laughs> yo. so yeah. like I mean, like it's not the it's not the uh, portion of Africa that I ever thought I'd see, Right. but it is a part that I felt like was needed to be seen Right. because it it humbles you, it does. you know, it makes you realize that all the things you take for granted living in the U.S. And the f- even even when you think that you are the poorest person in the world... Right. You can be homeless in Atlanta, New York, right. Cali, D.C., like, right. wherever. But it still, honestly, does not amount to what you see out here.
1: No, it doesn't. And, and But I you know what I do see out here a lot? What's that? Smiles.
0: Yeah. Even, even when they die, they still got smiles, they stick together, and they all are genuine to each other. The love that they have is... They, they love their country. They take pride in their country. Right. And they take pride in who they are as a person.
1: See, I think a lot of them have already found their why.
0: Yeah. See. Uh, True. A
1: lot of these people I, I meet here in Djibouti, they're men of faith, right? Yup. Uh, I was around some gentlemen from the States, and they were making conversation that, you know, it wasn't flattering. You know, they were discussing some of the shortcomings of living here, right? Yeah. And uh, when I see these people on a regular basis, I always see them. And they're downtrodden or they're upset or they're frustrated. But there's a gentleman who uh, cleans our clues, right? Yeah. And I always greet him. And I had started listening to an imam. And he had said uh, one of the things that the Prophet Muhammad did was make everybody around him feel important. Yeah. We're wonderful quality, right? So I used to see this gentleman and I had just finished listening to a podcast and I greeted him and I went to him and I said, hey, do you clean the bathroom? he looked at me and he was uncertain he was nervous he had just uh, was preparing to enter uh, afternoon prayer I looked at him and I said thank you and his reaction man he was just so happy and appreciative and and, yeah. and we started a relationship at that point and uh, now when I see him sometimes I bring him a small gift or a small gesture he'll do the same and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful relationship but as I remember hearing this conversation, and then hearing this Imam speak, and then seeing this gentleman, man, I just it wasn't lost on me that he was happy.
0: Yeah, that's what so like. So, one of the books I'm 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 working on, or well, I'm reading right now, is uh Fifty Cent Hustle Hard or Hustle Smart. Okay. So it's a great book too, and he got a lot of like bits and pieces in there which make you realize like, yo, like you were doing this wrong the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the things where he talks about is when he was riding through the city one day. Okay. And he riding through a park and he see a man playing um, handball or wall ball Uh with himself, you know, out there chilling, smile on his face, like just basically living life. Right. And he said he posted the picture to his Instagram, he posted the video to his Instagram about like, how like oh this man out here playing ball by himself he must be living a better life than me right well he also discussed about how he got backlash and folks thought that he was trolling the man like getting on this man and everything like that but what he said he took from that even though others seem to take it the wrong way he said he took from that that he was living his life the wrong way that he was so focused on having success in other fields and aspects of life that he forgot. Number one, you got to be happy
1: within yourself at what you're doing so far. Right. And, um, you know, 50's a smart man, and, and I think it's funny when you mentioned him because we're talking about uh, health in relation to financial success. 50 was fit. Right?
0: Yeah, always. Still. <laughs> yeah. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still so, killing the game.
1: Um, When we... When we when we walk through life, a lot of times, we would dismiss lessons from those who don't look like a teacher. Yup. They don't fit the role of someone who could show us something. Right? Yup. And what we really do is we shortchange ourselves when we do that, right? So, we you know we're the Navy, you know. Sometimes, uh, gentlemen may have a beard. Yeah. Uh, I didn't choose to have the genetics advantage that I wasn't able to shave my face and not suffer from it. Right? Yeah. Um, but when I present myself with this beard, people may dismiss me. Instant. Because I don't fit. Instant the, the, dismissal. I, right. You don't fit. You don't fit the Navy guidelines. Right. I don't fit the image they have in their head of a fantastic sailor. And yeah. what leadership does when they do that is they cost themselves an actually fantastic sailor. Asset.
0: Correct. That's vital to their success. Right. So yeah. so, uh, what does a teacher look like? They can come in anything. I had a teacher Absolutely. that looked like a bum and was still is one of the smartest people I know.
1: Right. And uh, we learn things um, even from, 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 from animals, right? Things that we, yeah. we put in. And a lot of people in their mind put at a lower level of intelligence. It's a different form of intelligence, animal intelligence, right? Yeah. Um, what happens there is that, like, if you watch a dog, right, man, you can learn a lot about loving from a dog yep. dogs have mastered the art of loving someone and and we look at them as lesser than us, but what's interesting is that how many people have mastered them yep. That's how many true. teachers Damn. have come through your life that you've dismissed because they didn't fit the image in your head of someone who could show you something so you know is a smart man and the fact that he can learn from all. That makes him powerful. Very. It makes him powerful. Very. It's dangerous, yo. Yeah, he's not turning down no knowledge.
0: At all. And due to the fact, you got that mind, body, and soul. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, what, from my understanding of it, with your mind, you have to mentally prepare yourself. Right. Get yourself out of, like, I told you, like, how I was in that. That survival mode that you right. spoke on. I had to exonerate that out of my mindset. Right. I had to I had to get that away from me. Right. Because it wasn't gonna do me any justice. Like you were saying, like all it was gonna do is have me in that savings mode. Like every little bit that the extra that I get, yeah. stash it away, stash away, stash it away, stash it away. But that's not gonna get me anywhere except to that amount that I
1: have. Right. You need your money to work for you.
0: Yeah. And so like my aunt she always Like she always Discussing me So like my mom I I have I have my mom My two aunts And my grandmother Right My grandmother taught me How to always Work hard In anything you do right. Put your best foot Forward into it Don't do a half ass job And As she would tell me All the time I make up my bed Half ass uh-huh. You gonna go to Somebody else's Place of business And do your job Half ass uh. No ma'am <laughs> Okay then My mom, she taught me how to be a person for everyone. Right. So always, always work for people because one day they're going to do some work for you. So you Mm. you do something, you just be yourself. Do your job to the fullest. Do it with a smile, even when you feel like, hell, even if you feel like crying, do your shit. Mm. And do it to the best of your ability. Be the best you that you can be each and every day and get better while doing that. My aunt, she taught me the business side, how to hustle the right way, you know, how to be able to go so hard that, like, nobody can interfere with you climbing up that mountain. Right. And my other aunt, she taught me strength. Right. She taught me that while you may be going through a hardship or while you may have the opposition against you, Mm. keep moving. Everything going to be okay. It's just... It's just a bad day, not a bad life, basically. There you go. So, I learned lessons from each and every one of those primary women in my life that taught me how to be the person that I am today. Right. You know, so, and learning those steps from each and every one of those women, I was also able to become the man that I am today. Because I can't say that a woman can make a man. Right. But a woman... Does have a vital part in raising a man.
1: Right. Yeah, it sounds like you had some wonderful teachers. And, and you know, it's funny, people will criticize you sometimes because you have all these women. Of course. Showing you how to be a man. But we had talked about what does a teacher look like? You don't know. <laughs> a teacher, <laughs> a teacher can
0: come to you in any form, shape, or fashion. Any lessons, right? And, and so, teach you any lesson, anybody. All you gotta be is a student in life. Exactly. For the entirety of your That's life. your that's your role. Absolutely. Being a student. I I talk about I got a I got a speech for the um for the officers club this Friday. Okay. And so one of the things that I'm gonna mention in my speech is is uh I'm gonna do a little piece about Congressman John Lewis. Okay. And like how you. he had to be a follower before he could be a leader. Right. How he had to follow Dr. King's passion and roles before he could lead his own which in return gave him his own platform right and in reality it's a reason why there's a game called follow the leader right and, because uh, when you follow that leader
1: uh-huh. in return what you get out of there is your own leadership man that's that's so real and, and J Electronica one of my favorite rappers, yeah. the hip hop is a, is a, a is teaching lit. art form, right? So he said, Uh, in order to be a master, you must submit to a master. Yep, you got to whoo, jewels, man. You and, got to things like when, when uh, he said about we're not gonna disrespect our neighbor because next week might have to check for favors, we're not burning bridges, man. Full of lessons in hip hop, yes, right? Yeah, of course, many. So again, we're not dismissing no teachers at
0: all (laughs) you can't at the moment and that's what I had to drop on somebody's head out here Mm. when they thought that they were smarter Mm. than any and every other man that they made contact with Mm. they tried to insult first me and I've seen it done with other people other men as well this man tried to insult me with his little piece of intelligence right now I've I've never tried to come off as the smartest man. Right, ever right, right, right. Because and as I told him, I said at that moment when you feel like you're the smartest man, you are indeed the dumbest because you can learn from anyone. I'm vulnerable now. And so now you out here mm-hmm. trying to poke your chest out and act like you just you know, you the shit basically. Right. But then, once I dropped that on him, and the fact that it came in front of another man, and not only just another man, but a white man. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just keeping it real, yo, because I mean, yo, can, because I mean it,
1: like... It's a good conversation. It, it, it is do that. what it you is. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I mean, it is what it is. Because right. when you're a black male going against another black male, yes, our rank may be the same. Yeah. The way that people approach us from our rank and job title is going to be the same. Right. But when it comes to business, they approach me and you different. Mm. You know, and I had to let him know that. And he didn't take too fond of that. But the other person that was in the room who, yes, was white. Right. Who was also another man said, hey, look, I understand y'all have y'all differences. But at the end of the day, like y'all got to work this out together. Right. And I understood that. I understood that so much. And that was my main goal. Like, I never... Like, now I'm not... I don't focus on, like, what differences me and this person have. I focus on how we can work together to get the job done. Right. But not everybody looks at things that way.
1: You You know, know, I say a lot about people of color, man. Especially in this environment. I say we are natural allies, an unnatural competition. Yeah. So, um, we've got to take a moment to recognize that and uh, when you do, then life will be smoother, man. Of course. Yeah. See, the
0: thing, what I've realized, and I hate to keep doing this black and white thing, Right. but it's, it's so real. And it's not even just black and white, it's black, is white, is Asian, is Hispanic, is right. is Indian, is everything. Right. Every other culture has learned that even if y'all have a disagreement, you talk that out. Y'all figure out the differences. Y'all either agree to agree or agree to disagree. But we move on, make this money, and live together.
1: Man, the the strength of our species is to work together. Exactly. So when you lose that, man, you lose it all. Exactly. And the downfall
0: is this. Us as people of color? Right. I mean, I get that now. This is honestly, in my lifetime, I mean, I'm only 25. You got a few more years on me. Right. But for myself... This is the most that I done seen black people come together, y'all. <laughs> but think about what had to bring us together. Yeah. We had to watch people, like, we had to watch black people get slaughtered. Yeah. Whether it's in front of their children,
1: mm.
0: in front of their, their loved ones, on the mm. streets, and somebody recording it, or, hell, even just by us. Yeah. And, man. folks, the crazier part to me I was getting cred off of that. Right, right. Like people getting mad love in the streets off of that. And I don't understand how somebody can live their life solely just to get some damn street cred. Yes. I
1: ma'am. don't
0: get that because I mean where I grew up, no, it wasn't the best part. Right. It wasn't the best part of town.
1: Right.
0: Yes, I had friends that I envied because they had things that that I wanted in life. Yes, it was people that I did not like, but I look up to now. Because they had the finer things of life at that moment. Right. But I did not understand at that time that I had to wait for my time. And what did I do? Instead of going and try to hit a lick or kick a dough in mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go and try to take what they had, I sat back, talked to them, and said, hey, let me learn from you. Yeah. What do you have to offer for me? Like, right. you don't have to show me everything, but show me something. Right. So that way I can, in fact, improve myself. And that way I can pass it on to the next person I encounter. Because if you pass it on to the next person, okay, say I go out, I either do a speech or either I'm just talking to somebody and I have a positive encounter on that person. And I'm like, man, you know what? That man was right, yo. Even if they don't know my name, I don't care about nobody remembering my name. I don't care about none of that. What I do care about is having one positive impact. Like, you got to understand, I've spoken in rooms with, I've spoken in rooms as small as four people all the way up to damn near 400 people. Right, right. And I always try to start off my speeches with with um, hey look, while I'm doing this, I hope I at least touch one person. Cuz right. so if I if I do that, I've served my purpose.
1: I mean, and that's a legacy, man.
0: That's what I'm saying. And you got to you got to live for your legacy cuz right. think about this. If if the slaves 400 years ago they knew they weren't going to see the change. Right. Dr. King knew he wouldn't see his change that he dreamt, that he dreamt about. He mm. knew he wouldn't see that change, but he still did his platform, he still had his mindset, he still lived his life as that change. Right. So if let's say this, what if the slaves, the ones who were slaves, our ancestors? Mm-hmm. What if they didn't give a shit about us? Mm. What if they didn't care? And they were living for themselves, like so many of us are doing today. Right. Where would we be at right now?
1: Man, it's it's, it's gonna be an ugly world, and and uh, man, a, a legacy mindset, uh, having your why, uh, man, yep. it just all comes full circle, and then that's why I really love the uh, Nipsey's whole the marathon continues, right? Yeah. Uh, because N- Nipsey life was was cut short, right? It was. Uh, but he 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 knew was in this for the long game. Marathon is a long race. It's not a sprint. It's not quick. You know, if you're in the back in the beginning, don't worry about it because you may be in the front at the end. Uh, You know what I mean? So, that kind of mindset puts you in such a powerful position, man, but you know, if I could say anything to the people out there, you know, they want to try and do something, man, you know. Self-improvement is financial improvement. And, uh, you know, mind, body, soul. And so, if you're young right now, I'm talking about mine because that comes first in that order, right? When you see an older person uh, sometime in your next couple weeks, next couple of days, stop them and ask them this question. Say, if you could tell your younger self any piece of advice, what will it be? Man. Watch the growth begin, man. Man.
0: I'm telling you. Hey, that's a deep-ass question, yo. So, like, one of the things for me that I would tell myself, honestly, would be to stick to your path, stick to your journey. Right. Understand challenges are gonna occur. Right. Just because you live in a good life does not mean that you did not face hardship. Right. But also know that when those challenges come, there's also personal growth. Right. So take that growth and take those challenges as they come, but build upon them. We ain't taking losses, we're
1: getting lessons.
0: Yeah. There's Little no growth. such thing. There there is a L mm-hmm. but it's not a loss. It's uh it's all it's always you always have to take your loss as a lesson.
1: Right. Right.
0: And at that moment when you're when you're Else turns to losses instead of lessons. That's when you have to go back, dig deep, and wow. on one of my episodes I did before, which was clear your space. You got to do such and learn yourself a little bit more, because when you go and self reflect, mm. that's when you learn more about you. We talking about
1: mastering
0: the mind. Yeah, master, master your mind. Right,
1: get your emotions together, and none of your losses fail to be lessons, but this rain about to sprinkle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to sprinkle. <laughs> it's
1: been a cool cigar conversation,
0: bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you yeah. for coming out, my boy. It's been cool. I, I, I definitely feel like this conversation is was something that uh that is going to help out somebody. I'm not sure who that somebody is, but it's definitely going to help out a couple of people. Yeah. So with that being said, we about to wrap it up because right now out here, out in the motherland on Africa, we are dealing with some rain finally in six months. So we're going to wrap it up and uh, I appreciate everybody who tuned in to the show and just be prepared for more because it's definitely going to be more conversations. It's definitely going to be more knowledge to be given out. I appreciate everybody who's been giving me questions just on life and which some of the questions had to make me double think. Like before before we had uh, I got to I got I got a question for you. I got problem? a question for you. When you're facing a hard time. And I mean like not just like a hard Not just something that that impacts you, but something that impacts others around you. Mm. Like, where you are thinking as to how has this person's loss, how can this person's
1: loss help me gain? Mm. Uh, Man, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, my greatest fear in life was losing my father. Yeah. And when my father died, I shed tears and I bent over and I dropped down on my knees, then hit the ground. And I realized I was still standing. And the last lesson uh, that anyone teaches us, and they pay with their life to give this our lesson, right, is that our time is limited time is that's that's true so you're still standing but remember your time is limited that's
0: true that's true I know one thing one thing for myself was that I never I honestly cannot recall a time like so so for myself my dad wasn't in my life right this was my real father yeah, and this, that's the thing. That's the thing. This is my father you find, figure. You find your father figure, exactly. Man, but you couldn't so, tell me he
1: wasn't my dad. No. Exactly, <laughs>
0: like for real. So like one thing that I realized, and it wasn't until I, I got about the age of 15 as to how much of a sacrifice that this man made for me. So my father, every time I that I can recall mm. that I spent with him, he never taught me a lesson my and this is my biological father.
1: Right.
0: He never taught me any lessons as to how I can make me better, how I can make Jacob better. Mm. He showed me what I did not want to be. Mm. He he that's the lesson that I took from it and it wasn't until after I hit 18, 19, 20, 21 that I realized like Yo, I don't know, like, at all. This is not the person I want to be in life. Right. So those are the lessons that I had to transpire into a lesson mm-hmm. to understand. But what I will say is this. is a man that is my grandfather. There you go. But he's not my biological grandfather. Right. He married my grandmother... After she had her children, mm. after, like, she had lived her life and did all of that. They've been married for almost 40 years now.
1: Right.
0: And did not, like, you know, like, he, like he, he drank, did all of this and was a drunk, actually. Mm. But the moment he knew that my mother was having a grandson right. for him, a son. Yeah. You know, he took himself two weeks after I was born. Yeah. Placed himself in rehab. Oh, strong, that's strong. And has not had a sip of alcohol since then. Man. That's 25 years of just for the fact of somebody else's life Mm. impacting yours. And taking something away that you love so much to indulge in. Right. Just to make yourself better for that person. Right. To be a positive role for that person. Right. And now, although we've never had this conversation as to how much he's helped shape the person and the man that I am today, I'm forever indebted to him. Right. He changed his life like, yo, you not my blood. You not like you don't owe me shit. Mm. You don't owe me nothing. Right. But I impacted you so much that you changed your life at the beginning of mine, at the start of mine, mm. basically. At the start of mine, to ensure that you were the man that could mold me in some way, shape, or fashion mm. to ensure that you had a positive impact on me.
1: And we don't, we don't talk about it enough, but but some of the best fathers in the world... Aren't you? Right. They're not fathers. Stepfathers, step-grandfathers, some of the best fathers in Oh, the world. of course. You know of what course. I mean? Of course. And uh, you know how I think about it is this, man. I just don't want to waste their investment in me.
0: Exactly. Right. And that's why, like, everything... As I said, everything that I do or try to do, like what you were saying, you got to have your wife. Right. Man, if I let him down, yo, sheesh. He going to be like, damn, why did I stop drinking again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I mean, like, that might not be how he looks at it overall. Right. But that's how I feel that he would look at it. Right. Is, damn, I stopped drinking for this motherfucker to be, become a bum? Right. Like, for him to, like, just just give up all his hopes and dreams. Right. And just, just live life as everybody else is doing? Like, what I had to understand was that, I wasn't placed on this earth to just live my life. I was placed here to serve, mm. protect, mm. and
1: lift others up. Right. Uh, if life was just about you, you'd be by yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, not.
0: Never by myself. I've never been by myself. When, when I think back on that old speech... Or that old saying where it takes a village to raise a child, Man. I in I indeed live that life. Yeah. Like I've I've had to deal through times where like my mom, my mom got stationed elsewhere and I couldn't go with her while she was doing her her job, her duties. So I had to stay with my grandparents. Yo, it would be times my grandmother coming in there and wake me up. Hey, it's time to get up. You late. You 20 minutes late. I'm jumping out like this yeah, for yeah, school. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is for school. So I'm jumping up quick, brushing my teeth and everything. And, yo, I'm waking up to a breakfast that my grandmother done cooked. I'm waking like, you know, all of these things that my grandmother was, like, preparing me for. Yeah. And then once I get up and get dressed and be like, all right, let's go. She tell me, oh, no, you just woke up late on my time. You still got 45 minutes before you got to be at school. Yo. And let's
1: bring the village back.
0: Yeah, you know, you got to bring the village village back. back. You bring the village back. Then you stop all of the ignorance. Right. And I mean, that's that's truly what it is. It's just ignorance. You know, you bring the village back. You don't have these people. Like, you don't have young black men. Or not even just young black men because it goes on in the white community, it goes on in the Hispanic, the Asian, the every community you can think of. it goes on everywhere. yeah but when you bring you bring the village back, there's definitely going to be a change. The thing is the problem is that so many people have gotten to that mindset where they will let let it it is what it is.
1: Yeah, man. I um, oh,
0: he's just a bad seed. It
1: is what it is. Yeah, we we that's we, that's the community, man. It's so powerful. And uh, I was online one day and I came across something about a tribe in Africa and 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 how they respond to misdeeds. And they said that uh, when a member of the village misbehaves, they sit him down. They form a circle around him, and they remind him of all the good things he's done. Hmm. Man. Yup. That's powerful, man. And that village will do that, but they'll do it in a different way, man. It's, I remember when you was little, used to come by and do this. help so you me with the backyard yep. down stand third. You feel that sense of pride, that sense of community. Yup. You know where I found it the most at? What's that?
0: A barber shop. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. barber shop. My barber's been cutting my hair for 12 to 15 years now. Yeah. Yeah. I done had the same barber for for remembrance of at least eighth to ninth grade. Yeah. So he been at least cutting my hair since I was let's say in seventh grade. And that was dog on that was oh oh seven, oh eight Tom. that's know? a wonderful thing. And, and we have a relationship together where we talk about any and everything together. Yeah. You know? And this is somebody I that was... He's not a part of my family. He's somebody I never knew until that first cut. Right. You know? And so, since then, we've built a bond. We built that friendship, that family mentality off of that. But what most people don't get is or don't understand is that saying where well, you can pick your friends but you can't pick your family uh huh but sometimes friends turn into family and you can learn some yeah. of your greatest lessons from your friends right right you know you don't have to you don't have to have that bloodline to make you family right you know but you can still like you said earlier a teacher what does a teacher look like?
1: Right, right. And, what uh, does a teacher look like? Man, and people get caught up on this uh, family concept, but listen, by design, you were built to build a family. Yeah. We that, take the limit that to, to marriage. Yeah. Things go beyond that. Of course. That's why we have in-laws and things like this. Yep. Things. You are allowed to build a family. You are designed to do so.
0: You designed to reproduce. Mm. You're designed to
1: build. Right. Basically. We see. We applaud destruction too much. Of course. Destruction. Destruction
0: lit right now. Social media. Social media and TV is a threat. Right. Right.
1: Right.
0: I don't watch TV. I don't have a TV here. Right. My roommate got a TV. Only time I look at it, a game.
1: Right. So let's let's clap for the builders. Mm-hmm. let's applaud the creators the and entrepreneurs of,
0: of our community
1: yes yes those, those people trying to create because um, it's a wonderful part of life no mm-hmm wonderful part of life
0: but mm-hmm. again I appreciate you for being on today it's been and I appreciate everybody for tuning in today and just remember Mind, body, and soul. You got to build yourself to become what you want in life. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And there are many more conversations to come. So thank you. Peace. Peace.